Um, how can you be 15, 14, 13 even, and you're thinking about money? You know, like as you as I've grown up, I've realised, bro, like, how are we living like that? You you have to wait till you're 30 to go Vegas. Too light in terms of you know get married by the time you're 28. I'm like, bro, life is long. You sound like an idiot. <laughs> Hey, this guy. You know we're setting ourselves up, innit? <laughs> no, he's... This guy's seven. This guy's another fucker. I like, I like rest. rest. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Got to do a quick register before we start. Um, Eddie, Ed. Yeah, my guy. Rizzy, Riz. Rizzy, here. Yeah. And Melly Mills. Present. Present. Wicked. Wicked. Let's get Fair cracking. How you man doing? All good. I'm all right, man. I'm there, Aki. Me there. Cool, man. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. What have you been up to this week? Okay. Just, uh, I don't know what. Everything's calming down a bit, isn't it? With this whole, this whole lockdown stuff. Like, we're all just getting a bit more free. Ah, oh, you, man. I played basketball on concrete this week after you, man, got onto me, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. You came now, down for man you came down the, the peasants, yeah? The common folk. Down to the ghetto. Well, it. <laughs> nah, it was alright though, but I can't do it too often. But it was calm still. Yeah, I was give money to charity, yeah. Huh? You give money to the charity to the kid, then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, no, it was calm still. It was calm. Um, but yeah, proud to say that we're sponsored by a good man factory. Mm. Been helping us, helping you, man, out a lot anyway. But it's been helping out you with the beards, keep your beards looking fresh and natural, beautiful, smelling great. And help it, you know, in, in, in its process of growth. Be proud of your bids. One thing that is really important. <laughs> be proud of your bids. And so you can be proud of your bids. I would say get yourself on there to grab some of their Goodman products. You can find it at goodmanfactory.com. And if you use the you you go on, you see. If you use the promo code for fifteen percent off your order. You get fifteen. You get 15. Okay, and dapper chocolates as well. So if you if you need something sweet and tantalizing and tasty, it's made from the finest cocoa from Ghana, natural, vegan-friendly, then get yourself uh, some dapper chocolates. It makes a good gift as well yeah. um, and a good, just a tasty treat as well. So yeah. you can get that at dapperchocolates.co.uk. And again, if you use, you get 15, uh, you get 15% off. So, yeah. so what today's topic uh no topic just a conversation i wanted to talk about um getting old yeah. you know i saw a clip uh from a great episode by poets corner and troy dini an interview if you're not publicly perceived to be on your own two feet have a house have a car have all, all these external pressures Everyone's going, oh, you don't know what you're doing. But think about it now. Other than footballers and people that are doing other things elsewhere, whether it be boxers, uh, musicians, people on road, the 20s are your learning. Fuck up. You're meant to piss yourself because you've drunk too much. Whatever it is you've got to do, <laughs> you're meant to learn all these mistakes to then go 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s. But from our neighbourhood, you're not expected to live up to 40 and 50 so now everyone's going you've got to have the yard by 20 you've got to be driving by 18 you've wow. got to have a nice car by yeah. 20 you've got to be the house by 25 Jesus. 30 you've got to have kids 35 you're finished 
Because think about it now, how many successful 50-year-old black men do you know? And, um, and, and one of the things he said was about how, uh, how we live far, how black men in particular live life in a fast lane in the sense of we condense stuff that we were supposed to, what we could do in like 20 years into like a, a 10 year time frame between 18 and 28. 100%. And, you know, I want to kind of talk about that. What was your, what's your life experience in terms of, has that been a benefit to you in terms of how you move through life? You know, what's the downside to that? How are you guys future-proofed yourselves in life insurance? You know, have you guys thought about pensions, et cetera, et cetera? Because I feel like, not enough people talk about that openly. And you don't get that education in some households in terms of, you know, how to future-proof yourself. You know, you get a lot of talk about, you know, I'm trying to create generational wealth. Yes, that's the ultimate goal. But if that's not the case, how do you just future-proof your, your immediate relatives, you know, for long-term or when you're gone? And that's kind of just what I've been thinking about recently. So, yeah, man, I guess, you know, Spree, do you want to kick it off? Yeah, man, it's a big, it's a big point that you said, bro. Like um, living fast. I think, to be fair, I don't think it's a. Like, I think it's a class thing. So a lot of the working class. If you're from a poorer background, I think yeah. that this affects you much more. Because I feel like, yeah, exactly what you said. Like, um, how can you be 15, 14, 13 even, and you're thinking about money? You know, like as you as I've grown up, I've realized, bro. Like, how are we living like that? Like, at the end of the age, you're supposed to be pushing it, you know, pushing yourself, playing sports, doing anything you like to have fun. Do you get what I mean? Um, you having think a, so? Huh? You think so? 100%. You think, like, if you're... If you think, I think it's... it's, it's, it's does it, there's, you think there's something wrong with wanting to make money from a young age? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I feel like, you see life, yeah? And this is, again, with uh, Melly's question. It's like, we kind of think that life is... It's only like this, this is the amount of time you have and then you have no more time to do anything. At 13 and 14, bruv, if, if you're going to live your average years of life, you've still got like 60, 50 years ahead of you. What are you thinking about money for? What money can you make as a 15-year-old anyway to make yourself, I don't know, to, what, what, what knowledge, sorry, would you have, even if you made money, to do the right thing with the peas? Right. Properly, do you get what I mean? Like, you yeah. see, if you think about it as well. If your parents were rich, yeah? You never have to worry about anything. Do you think when you were 13, 14, 15, you would have been thinking about money? You wouldn't have. You really wouldn't have. Why would you need to? If everything you need is paid and it's there, why would you need to think about it? But this, I'm just saying these are the cons. Obviously, for me, the plus side of that is that you grow up very quickly. So you grow up when you get to a certain age, when everyone is supposed to be of a certain level of common sense and logic and intelligence, you've been there from a long time ago. So now you can kind of exploit things you can and push yourself to another level. You can move in a certain way that's different to people that haven't had that experience. You know what I mean? But obviously, I definitely don't think you should have been thinking about money when you're under 13, 14, and 15, 16, and all that. You should be living your life. I agree with you, though. I feel like there's nothing wrong with um, wanting to get money from a young age because the reality is you have to get money in this life. So the earlier you start, the better. And even if you make all the mistakes from a young age, that's fine. Like you, from, I don't know, from 15 to 29 is the perfect time to make all the mistakes with all the money. And we make all the money in the world, blow it all, spend it on stupidness. But what did you say? In the wrong things, make mistakes. Of course. 
But and that will prepare you for your 30 and beyond. Do you think passion is important, though? In some 100%. 100%. Say, if you don't, yeah. you think by 13 and 14 and 15, you know what you're good at enough to go in. Mm. You know what I mean? Because I feel like for us, man, it was just about peas. So that's why a lot of people do jump on the roads because it's just literally about peas. Whatever yeah. I need to do, if it's F, if it's robbery peas, if it's drugs, if it's whatever, mm. I need peas, bruv. Yeah, I mean, as long as you're playing the long game, because I think when it comes to money, a lot of instant gratification comes with it. Therefore. Is, I think I can agree with Spree more, but I get where Rizzi's coming from in the sense that I think at certain ages, money shouldn't be, that's all on your mind. But when we were growing up, we didn't have much. So you're looking to get as much as you can, as fast as you can. Do you know what I'm trying to say? And that's all that's on your mind. There is no passion to it. It's just, I need to get peace because... I can't get this. I can't afford this. Do you mm. know what I'm trying to say? Whereas, I do agree with Rizzy in the sense that there's nothing wrong with trying to make money at an early age, but I think the difference is with people in a better position is it's more for love of the game. It's more of a passion. Like, I'm mm. an entrepreneur. I want to be able to sell stuff. That's why people in those positions, when they lose money at a young age, they don't care. I will just start over. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Whereas people in poorer communities and backgrounds, it's more like, I can't take those risks or do that because I actually care about the money. That's the purpose. The aim is all about the money. Do you mm-hmm. know what I'm trying to say? And I feel like it is, like Spree said, you do learn a lot of lessons that help you in the future. For example, we've spoken about it on previous episodes where some people now are in good paying jobs, but they live paycheck to paycheck. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm trying to say? Whereas people that have um, grown up a certain way is like, I know I've got to save. I've got to prepare myself for a rainy day. I know what it feels like to not have. Mm-hmm. So I've also got to prepare myself for those circumstances. So there are pros and cons, but I feel like it also takes away from your childhood. Mm-hmm. And even if you go back to Spree's point, it makes sense why some people jump on the roads, where it's like you're 12 and 13, but you're looking at man and you're thinking, ah, oh, you're broke. How are you 12, 13, 14 thinking you're broke? Of course you're broke. You ain't got peace. But yeah. in your head... Like, even girls that you want to move to at 16 and that, they're not, moving, they're not moving to unless you've got some peas. How are you expecting that someone your age to have peas? It don't make yeah. sense if you deep it. You know what's but, crazy? It's the same thing at later ages. Let's not just say 16, 15, all these young uh, ages. When, yeah, I was 16, when I was 16, 15, I didn't care about money. I wasn't hustling. Okay. So let's talk about the ages 20 to 25. No, no, but, okay. but Rizzi, I agree with you, but the difference for us is that it starts so early, it just mm. carries on. Because get deep in. At the age of 20, 25, like your uni, you're coming out of uni, mm. you're getting grad jobs, you're not making that much money. Mm. But guess what? We've started from such an early age where we feel like, if you can feel like you're broke at 13, 14, 15, you're going to feel really broke at the age of 20, 21. When that's the time, you're supposed to be really making your way in the world. You know, and you know what's crazy? crazy? A lot of young people go through depression because of this, this, the pressure of feeling like they need to have money. Of course. A lot of people. And explains why people jump onto certain things because... The craziest things to make money as well. It's a social status in our community. We feel like it's everything. So it's like, you're 16, 20, and you're like, I'm broke. These men have got this. So now people are going to do whatever to get money because they feel like, they're not in the right place at the right time of their lives. Yeah. When the truth is, you are in the right place. Is that in our communities, because we had nothing and people are trying to do their best to make something of themselves, it now sends out a message across the board where if you're not here at this age, you're slacking. 
mm. which is the wrong mentality. It's fucked. I feel like our society, what it does is that it, it gives us the impression that our goal in life is to escape, which I think is where all of this stems from. So when you're growing up, your parents are telling you you need a good job, you need to go this way. School is telling you you need to focus in school because you need to da da da. They're not really telling you like you need to find yourself. You need to understand who you are and what you love and what, what drives you every day. We're taught like you need to get out of the situation you're in now. They're basically telling you your situation isn't good and you can get out into a better situation, which I don't think is the right mentality to, to give people. And that's what I think pushes us to think, yeah, we just need money. We just need money. We just need to do this. We just need to do that. Do you get what I mean? I agree. You I agree. agree. Like, yeah, yeah. Oh, 100%. I think, I think one, of you, one thing you, I agree with everyone was... It's probably not a rating, it's definitely a class thing because um, it's, I think it's, and it's really, I've never thought about it like that, but you're right. It's, it's that at a young age, you're exposed to the point where you are in a barrel. <laughs> Understand that like you're exposed to the point where, like, where you are now, you need to escape that. Like, this area doesn't end in a happy ending. Like, whereas, in ideal situations, you know, a child or a teenager doesn't have that mentality where they feel like, I'm in a scenario where I need to escape from or this is not the best it could be. Mm. I'll say this. I don't know a lot of people from my background that done a gap year. Like a genuine year to, you don't even have to travel, but just in terms of like that year to find out who you are as a person. It feels like you're forever. Do you feel like you've done that? Have, you you have to. You've done that? So no. what? Do any of you guys feel like you had the time to really think about yourself and reflect? Just nah, because that, that, that comes... Like, like you said, I think we were saying that after, after um, when we were talking amongst each other, like, the price of freedom is high. Mm-hmm. That costs a lot to just take time out and to say, I want to focus on my mental development in terms of who I am, what I want to do, etc., etc. Think about it like this. You're in full-time education. We went through full-time education from the ages of five and didn't get off the hamster wheel until 21. And then some of us went straight into working. Mm. When do you get that break to be really be like, okay, everything I've consumed, everything, what do I genuinely enjoy doing? You don't get that chance after GCSEs because you're going straight into sixth form. Mm. You don't get that chance after sixth form because you're going straight into university for three years. And by the time you're 21 and you're told, you know, kind of your career, you're now dealing with a situation where your career is starting to get set in stone. So you better get a graduate job or you better start making progress in your career. If you're an entrepreneur, you better know what you want to do. And it's like, all of a sudden, you come out of this whole, what, 18 years, what, what, 16 years of education and someone's now telling you, okay, the stopwatch has just started. Yeah. And if you haven't got money in abundance, it feels like you can't freeze time. I feel like money can buy time at that age anyway. And you know what, as well, if you even did, like, when we're picking our uni subjects, for example, at university, some of the topics you don't even know what you're gonna do with it, but just like you pick the topic that's yeah. have a best link to what you're good in school or you enjoy the most. Like sometimes people are doing maths in union, they're like people have been asking the same question, what can I even do as a map um, with maths? But they just know it's their best subject. Sometimes people don't even know the career fields they can really go into. They don't get a chance to explore their options. It's like you have to make life decisions as fast as possible. Quickly. And I think also it's the other way, it's just what you've said exactly. So some people are picking it because they like it, but a lot of people are picking because, okay, yeah, if I do economics, I can, uh, um, or I do mechanical engineering, I know that that pays a lot, so I just need to do something, even if I don't like it. Like, I'm going to pick something that 
I can see. I, I almost went down that route, you know. Trust me. I almost went down that route. So I'll give you an example. Yeah, um, when I finished um, university, and I, I was working in um, PR, public relations, hmm. and I came to the realization that marketing and public relations doesn't pay me. It won't pay me enough. Hmm. Like as much as I've got a passion for it and I love it, I just thought, you know what. I would have to, even if I put in like five to 10 years work of experience into this, into these, um, in these fields, yeah, mm. the money still isn't great. Mm. So I came to the realization, then I had people around me that were um, earning, you know, good money. And they were like, they showed me project management. Mm. Like, this is something that's very popular within our community as well, project management. Why? I, because it's something you don't need to, you don't you don't need qualifications or you can gain the qualifications very easily you don't have to go to university and then when you've well, once you've got your foot through the door the salaries are mad mm. like you can earn stupid money in project management so i then went and done a project management course yeah and it was good like i learned a lot i saw how where the world was going i said yeah this is the you know project management jobs are gonna they're gonna be loads they're gonna be an abundance of project management job, jobs i can earn so much money but then I was brave enough to say to myself that although the money is sweet and this will be worth it, I don't have a passion for it. I don't love it. So I was brave enough to say, you know what? I'm not chasing this no more. I could have gone on, I could have carried on and worked, you know, got a job, earned a good salary and just, you know, just, yeah, just, I'll be happy with a nice salary, innit? But, I wouldn't have been happy because when I was doing it, I just thought to myself, like, yo, this isn't what I want to do, you know? Yeah, life. Do you get what I mean? Can I jump off what Rizzy just said? Because mm. even with myself and speaking to others, a lot of people in our, in our age bracket don't actually know what they want to do. They're just yeah. doing what they have to do because it makes sense right now. And like you said, we never had a chance to have a break and say, what do I enjoy? Or even have a chance to explore it. Because mm. even myself, I always say, I wish I knew had a passion or something I really enjoyed because mm. most of the time I just followed whatever made sense in terms of making money. Yeah. I remember even one time um, when I came out of uni, obviously I was helping the household and that and then I was looking for a grad job. I was still working in retail mm. and my mum was like, just quit and don't worry about you helping out the household and all that. Just focus on trying to get to where you want to get. Mm. But, as my um, because my circumstance, I was like, I can't. You're telling me this, and I know you really are, you mean it, but it's like, I can't afford to not help out the household. I can't afford to just take time to find out what I want to do. I've got responsibilities at such a young age, where it's like, like you were saying, you haven't got time to, re- you just gotta keep going and get to the next step. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like it's mad, isn't it? Like you don't really get to explore it unless you're in a better position. And this is why. Go on. Sorry, this, and this is why it's, we, we're talking about this class thing where we say that um, so what I think we're at a disadvantage because we have that pressure on us mm-hmm. to where you can't even take a break to say you know what I'm going to fuck about for a year travel for a year and, f- and find out you know what's meant for me mm. but we have this pressure of yo we've got mum's got bills to pay dad's got bills to pay I need to contribute I need to be making money and then you just focus on making the money and it kind of um, takes, takes, distracts you from focusing on what's right for you. Whereas some people have, an, um, so from a different class, 
have the privilege of having the like money within their family so there's less pressure pressure on them to contribute mm-hmm. you know mum and dad's probably paying the mortgage on a on a on a house that's worth i don't know eight hundred thousand and they're probably paying like um let's just say four like three thousand four thousand pounds a month on their nice beautiful house that's just they're not gonna ask their children to contribute. Come and put, come and bring a grand and, and pay towards the mortgage. They're just like, we took on this. This is us. You just focus on you. Your money is you. When you earn it, do whatever you want with it. You know, learn. So they can just flap about, really. You know, that people can say, people from a different class can say, oh, you know what? I'm just gonna go traveling for three years or two years or one year. Mm-hmm. Like less pressure on them. Do you understand? So. Yeah. That's an, you're, you're at an advantage. You have the time to, to, to travel and think, oh, what's meant for me? You know what? I want to go into business, for example, or I want to be a trader, or I want to do X, Y, and Z. Like, yeah. you've had time to yourself to, to think about what it is that you want to do. You can make the mistakes. Because you know? remember, um, who is it? Robert Kraft, um, owner of the 76ers. Is it uh, Ruben? He, it's called Meet Mill. I forgot his name now. It's Robert Kraft. Or... Michael Ruben. Michael Rubin, that's it. He came from uh, not a rich family, but a well-off family. Mm. And he said, I remember I was listening to one of the interviews, his family gave him money to explore different mm. opportunities. Yeah. And from a young age, but for him, it was more of the passion where he was doing stuff, then he went bankrupt. In ba- Mercy yeah. bankrupt, like he lost his money. Yeah. Then go to his mum and dad and go, can I have a loan to do this? Yeah. He was, it wasn't for the money, it was more for the passion. Mm-hmm. And now look how far he's going to take it. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Yeah, he had yeah. the opportunity and someone behind him to know, like, I don't have to worry too much mm-hmm. about my failures or I'm, I'm allowed to explore. Yeah. I've got a safety net. I've got a safety net. What, 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 thing. One what an advantage. Say, one thing I would say, yeah, Melly, in terms of your question as well, what I'm starting to realise, because you know you guys are saying that no one's taking a year out. What I've done, I'm not going to lie, it's not been a year, but when I've quit jobs here, what I'd said to myself is, I'm not going to do nothing. And, and my friends that are close to me noticed there was a period in time where I literally had made sure I got enough savings to pay my rent. I didn't even care if I went bust and broke. And I think that is one of the big things. I think because we don't have that um, privilege, it's just up to you whether you want to take that gamble, take that risk. Because when I was chilling, thinking, yeah, like I'm, I'm, I'm paying my rent, I've got money for food. But cool, I'm not buying gums like that. I'm not going out shopping. I was able to sit down like with myself and just think, what do I want to do? And practice little things. And practice this, practice that. Before I knew it, I was practicing a little thing here and people were paying me to do it. I was practicing a little thing there, people were paying me to do it. Obviously, it's not going to be big peas, but it was enough to keep me ticking over. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. And I was like, right. This is the mentality it should be. Like, you know, like you're investing something, let it pay you back. And that was just from taking a bit of time. But again, Melly, as I said, when I, sorry, that was just a segue, but to go to your question, I feel like the fear of thinking of how you provide for people even in the future, because that's what you mm. kind of ask, that how we provide for your dependents in the future. Mm. I think this kind of stuff, it, it keeps you locked into this shit. Like locked into this, I need to work, I need to do this, I need to do that. And this is where I think we can kind of go wrong sometimes. Like, you I've got a statement and your question following from what Spree said. So, um, Spree, one, my statement to you first is that, one thing I read about you is that you've always you didn't really care about how you were viewed in the outside world mm. which I, said, I think all of us have that strong mentality but especially you in the sense that you're going to do what you make sense to you regardless so you had the mental fortitude where it was like okay I'm going to take that risk however it goes I know I'm good 
Whereas I feel like a lot of people are still held back by the mental pressure of how am I going to look if I haven't got peace? Yeah, but this, this is where I think a bit the difference is. You don't need to take a year off to think for yourself. If you have an opportunity, opportunity presents itself. Like me, I, I, I left my job. I haven't got a job at the moment. So let me sit down and chill. Why am I running? Scrabbling around. I need to find another job. I need to... You know what? You, you, know, you know what's so funny? Yeah? The, pressure, the pressure that's... Um, um, on people within our community and the pressure we put on ourselves. Yeah. So one, yeah. one thing is that caring about what other people think. That is... I'm saying you've got that mental fortitude where you are like... A lot of people don't like have that mental fortitude where they yeah. go... A lot of people care about what other people think. I get that. But this is where the difference is. In two months, you will have the same clothes that you've always been wearing. So... You're not going to look any worse. You'll have yeah. everything that you've always had. Oh, no, no, Spree, you ain't got to explain to me. You ain't got to explain no, no, to no, me. I'm to the masses. What I'm trying to explain yeah. to them is that even in two months, your status doesn't change. So if you sat on your ass for two months, nobody would know. No one would even know. Do you get what I'm trying to say? I get you fully, but I'm just saying a lot of people don't think like that. So I'll give you an example. Hmm. People have signed up to things like taking out cars on finance, ah. um, taking ah. out um, big big house like um they're paying like, mortgage payments that are like, hefty based on the salary they were earning before so they 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 can't downsize they can't i listen to one of my mentors gary v that i listen to on youtube yeah he always talks about how if you're you want to have a think about what it is that you want to do in life never feel be afraid to send a message to your mom or your dad and say um, can I move back in? I'm trying to sell my house. I'm trying to get rid of my car. I want to start from scratch. He said most people won't sacrifice the things that they've got now just to take a step back and, and start again. Start fresh. You know, what is it that I want to do? You know, I want to live within my means and just... Yeah, go on, Spree. But you see where my advice is for that, for those type of people? It's what yeah. we're learning about on the Money Medics thing. Rather than, and this is, okay, I get you, because, you know, it's with this, you have to say, it could all go wrong, and, and this is the gamble I take. Yeah. But if you, say, if you say to yourself, I actually need some time to myself, let me save for seven months. Okay, I've got this bill every month, I've got that bill every month, I've got this bill every month. That means I need this much to, to chill for three months. So let's say you need one grand 200 mm. to just sit down in your house and pay all your bills as normal and nothing changes in your life. Do you know what I mean? So still pay for your finance, still pay for your mortgage. Save that and do it. That's all it takes. That's fine. But what about the perception that people have given out, though, in, in the sense that it's like, I've, this is because a lot of people are signed up to lifestyles as well. Yeah, but it's and, like, and you know what? Yeah, you know what? Yeah, you know what? Yeah, I feel, I feel like to balance the conversation, yeah, mm. I've been a victim to lifestyle, bro. We all have. Yeah, Me too. Come on. Bro. Not only you, bro. Let me tell you one thing yeah, to share with the, the listeners, yeah. Mm. I can never, I cannot explain it yet, but for some reason, in a space of four years, I had been to Las Vegas, Las Vegas, Las Vegas, <laughs> in Dubai. Please tell me why I had gone to Las Vegas three times. Mental. Please tell me why. Uh, oh! Loca. <laughs> I was, I was, I wasn't even 25. I wasn't even 25. Tell me about it. No, what's mad, yeah? Let me tell you a story of what happened at my workplace one time, yeah? This was like in 2015. 
I was working for a company called something something chamber. So it was it was called a chamber, in it. Yeah. It was actually you know what it was a chamber of commerce. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you know what a chamber of commerce is, but it's just like an organization that support businesses within the local community. Yeah. So I was working for them here, yeah, and then my land manager, she heard that I was going on holiday, but I never told them at my workplace where I was going. One of my colleagues must have told her that oh, Richard's going to, um, to, to, to Vegas. And she laughed out loud. She said, ha, 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 on a table salary? <laughs> She was like, she knows what salary I'm earning. Why the hell are you going to Vegas? Nah. At the time, yeah, I was thinking to myself, why are these people so nosy? What's wrong with them, man? What's wrong with what I'm doing? I'm going to Vegas. What's the, what's the issue? But I see it now. It's like, it's like, no one's saying you can't go to Vegas at a young age or when you're fresh out of university. But it's like, why was I rushing life? Exactly. Why am I doing high life? Like things that people do when they're ret- like, I've met people that have said, for my 30th, I'm going to Vegas. I'm like, the heck? Like, <laughs> I'm like, I've been there. 30th? Like, you, you, you have to wait till you're 30 to go Vegas. 100%. But nah, that's how, that's how, that's, that's the way I, I used to think. I used to think to myself, like, why are you going like, to wait till you're 30th to I'm go on? You know when I clocked it? You know when I clocked it? I clocked it through the cars. I think for most people, they clock it through cars. Because, like, um, the first job we got when we come out of uni, yeah, I think I've gone with my boy. We've rolled up to his workplace with his car. And he had, like, a Beamer 5 Series or something. Something mad. We're 21, 22. Mm. This man, I'm looking at him like, what the fuck are you, like, what the, f- why are you driving? Like, in their head, I can see in their face, they're thinking, how are you driving that? Why are you driving that? But to us, like, we're thinking, bruv, this is going to be normal. We're, we're going to need these kind of cars to go there. Like, if you don't have this car to go there, it don't make sense. But when you get there, you realise, well, these men are driving Fiestas, Escorts from 98. That nobody, only the big boys, only the directors have these ranges, have these Bentleys that we were running around and seeing. Bro, people at 17 were driving ranges. It's not until I started going to um, college in Essex here, in like Havering. Yeah. Havering, RR. That's where like, you know, there's wealthy white people live there. You understand? And you see the mansions that they have. Hornchurch, to be specific. Yeah. Hornchurch. You, you guys know about the properties in Hornchurch. If anybody, for people that live outside of London, go on Zoopla and have a look at the properties that are in Hornchurch. I remember I used to get on a bus to go to college in Hornchurch, yeah. And I used to see the mansions out there. And if you see the cars that were outside these mansions, it used to rattle me. I didn't understand. Why would you? Basic cars. Minis. I look at the properties and think to myself, so the people living in them yards own cars like this. Like, why is there not like Bugatti and, yeah. Rover and like, why am I not seeing supercars outside these houses? Do you understand? Yeah. It just goes to show my whole perception of money and wealth was, was fucked twisted. up when I was young. Nah, they have, they have like a Fiat, but it's okay. It's a new shape Fiat and it's a new plate, but it's a Fiat. Whereas we sometimes, think, no, sometimes we it will even be an old shape, old shape Fiat. But I'm saying, even if their parents spend money to buy them a car, they're not buying yeah. them a Range Rover. They're not buying them a big ass Jaguar. They're buying mm. them a a cool Fiat, a cool Fiat, a cool fucking uh, Vauxhall. You know, a new shape Fiesta. 
Whereas yeah. we would think, no, you need B. What do you mean? Get the get the S5, bro. Get the R8. What are you talking about? Do you get what I'm trying to say? That even if they're buying new cars, they're not buying new big boy cars. Bro. Not, yeah, I think I disagree with you, man. This one, you know. Go on, go on, go on. What do you disagree about? I know what Ed's going to say. Go on. Don't forget, I went to a school in a... I went from school in Newham, in Bonds yeah. of View, man. Then I went to a school in, like, Trinity in Woodford with a lot of people from Loughton, all them size there. I yeah. feel like when it comes to money, again, what I agree with you, man, in the sense of the preaching, pay what is in your means. Go with what you means. Our, our issue is that we have, uh, like Spirit said, we have an idea of wealth and we try to attain it so quickly when the only issue for me in that is you can't afford it now. You're killing yourself to pay for it. But then someone like what Rizzi said, you can go to some houses where they've got old cars because to them, they don't care about cars. They don't, that's not something that means a lot to them. They might put a lot of money in the house. Whereas there's others where they do care about cars and they'll still have the nice house, but they can afford it. So I think it comes down again to what people actually care about. Because like I said, I've seen the people like Rizzi's talking about I can see people in my college will put up your ranges as well. Do you get what I'm saying? So, but they could afford it. So for me, it's just, again, afford what's in your means. If you want the cars or you want the house forever, but do it within your means. Don't just, don't jump three, four steps when you're not even there yet. Do you know what I'm saying? Like I said, the perception of wealth is where Spree was saying, is where it fucks people up. But, you know, but, but Ed, you see what's, what's so good about what you just said here is that, like we're talking about sometimes some of the families are like i think you're talking about are people that have, have been in money understand? Mm-hmm. like generational wealth. yeah why is it that us as first generation we, we we get a good salary job and then we believe that okay cool i can match I mean, up with people that have generational wealth it's not about trying to match them it is actually trying to match them but it is again it's a perception of wealth in the sense that when people don't have anything they try to give themselves value yeah. so when you grew up in a place where you couldn't afford something or you couldn't go and get it, I think Nines has a bar, it was like this, I hate to see shit that I can't afford. Mm. Yeah. Do you know what I'm trying to say? You, when you grew up in the time, um, when you grew up where a lot of things you can't afford, it, bother- not, it bothers you. So when yeah. you do start to get money and you say, oh, I can get this now. I can get this now. Some people get to go too far where it's, yeah, you can get it, but can you really afford it? Mm. Are you breaking mm. your back? Instead of being smart about it and waiting about it. I think, I think that's the psychological thing, though, as well, with the ends. It's like being in the lower class. You kind of... How can I explain it? See, when you grow up... You, come you, got, you got a chip on your shoulder, innit? No, no. Yeah, you don't give yourself some value. Not even mm. that. It's like, you come outside. All right, okay, when you're an adult, you're, you're, you're a child, and you're thinking, okay, when I'm an adult, I need a house, I need a car, and I need this. You're looking around, and you're seeing cars, and you're seeing that... Those people that are driving those big boy cars, they look like the people that have made it. So you attribute that to make the it. The big boy car is wealth. You get it. Whereas for these other people, like you said, even if they buy a range, they're buying a range because I like the range, regardless of anything else. Whereas for us, we're buying it like, I'm not successful that's the, unless I have a beam. That's, that's, the, that's the milestone. Yeah, and exactly what you're saying, though. It's the milestone. And that means that your milestone, all these milestones that should be later in your life, you've pushed them to here because... In the area, it looks like, you know what I mean? There's no, there's no, as you said, and as the, the, I think even in the interview, you're saying basically there's no role models to show you a progression of life as opposed yes, to... Yes, that's it, progression. The so are we, are we concluding that, um, as, let's say, us as men, you know, is there a lot of pressure on us to, you know, like, what's, what's the, pre- the pressure on us? What, what is... What's the pressure? The pressure is it the pressure to make m- more money? Is it the pressure to to appear 
to be okay. So I, I, okay, I'll, I'll kick off and I'll speak for myself. But I can't speak yeah. for all men. The pressure for me is to transition the family, my family, the family I will have to the next level. Mm. I strongly believe that you know every generation should move the family forward. What is the next level? The next level for me would be okay. Let's on the most basic level, social mobility. My my children should have a much better standard of life than I did, and that's not to say mine was low. My mom took me on holidays. Now mm-hmm. I didn't realize that. When you say better, what do you mean? Because like okay, so 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 if we're gonna talk more, let's talk uh, monetary. So in terms of, I didn't realize how big a house can be, because I was I was born and raised in a two bedroom uh, flat mm-hmm. um, with my mom and my sister. Then obviously we moved houses, right. and we got. A, so to me, a garden was off. We've made it. Yeah. Now, like you said, you go to Horn Church because remember, when you're in ends, all you see is a big car, you know, or, or uh, a TT like or coupe. So that in your brain is like, that's where I need to be. It's yeah. only until you're like, maybe when you start working with different colleagues, etc., people with different walks of life, you say, oh, they live in, say, Horn Church. You say, what? So this is how big a house can be. Exactly. And you're not a footballer. Like when I started going to college, I didn't know that there was big houses in Essex until I started going to college in Essex. Mm. And then or when I started working in my workplace after university, I spoke to my manager and she was like, they've got a holiday home in France. I'm like, raw. Yeah, exactly. Like, 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 I didn't know. Something that, um, that struck me, I think Spiromelli, about milestones. Because mm. don't get, I don't want to get confused. Even people who are well off, they still fall into the thing about image where I yeah. still want the range, I still want the rollie, but usually because they've had wealth before, they know how to play with it. It's usually like, let's say the kids sometimes, do they want to keep up the appearances of, my family does this, so if my dad has a range, I should have a range, blah, blah, blah. The only difference is for them is keeping up with appearances, but usually they can afford it. For us, it's more of milestones. Like for example, Melly, when we were in uni, it was like, I'm, I can't wait to get my first TT. When you got that first TT, it's like, okay, I've now achieved something I didn't think I could get at one point. Then you look to get, what's your next achievement? But then you get to a certain age and you start realising these milestones you were looking to hit are irrelevant. There's, Shit, other, there's other milestones I want to hit. There's, now you're understanding money properly. But I think when you don't understand money, the things you see become your milestones because when, you, when you're able to get in, like, oh, shit, now I've got the money. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. 100%. So what milestones are popular within our community? So I think it's a lack of education because you don't have. But once you do have the money, you start to realise these milestones don't mean nothing. Do you know what I'm saying? What, so what, 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 what were you going to say? No, what are the... So what, like, a lot of the time I think to myself, the milestones that growing up, even up until this age now, that uh, we kind of celebrate, but it's just like very standard in mm. the grand scheme of things. Mm-hmm. Also, let me, let, me, let me give you an example of what I would say what our community celebrates. Mm. Um, sorry. Okay. Quick thing. Something that's becoming the norm in our community now of the next generation, mm. purchasing a property. Normally, in the grand scheme of things, a lot of people, won't, and how your kids will see it is, that is normal. Buying a house is normal because mum and dad just bought a house and they bought several houses, etc. It's, like, it's the same way like how how someone somewhere else would be like, you have a car or you partial. 
imagine someone comes to you and says, I passed my test. You literally shrug your shoulders. Yeah. Do you understand? Because you know more. Your mind has moved away from trying to pass your driving test. So as we start to accumulate more wealth and be like, you can own multiple homes or you don't, or even your mind expands above, maybe I'm not interested in, in a mortgage or owning a home, you now disassociate that with the typical norms of, oh yeah, I just, got, I, just got, I just bought my first flat. You understand, the game is always changing in terms of how much you get educated by. Now, someone that can say, oh, I, burst, uh, I, bought, I bought a home, or I bought an apartment, Someone that's further along in their journey or will come from a thicker background can say, oh, but you bought a leasehold. I ain't trying to buy that. And now the game's changed. You now see it. No, now it's like, it goes, now sorry. Like, I just don't want to buy, I just don't want to buy a home. I want to buy uh, a, someone with at least two acres. Do you understand how, the more things you're exposed to, it can kind of transition what a milestone truly is to you. But then yeah. many, that goes back to, sorry for cutting you off again, but what I'm going to say is that when you get to these places, you get knowledge. When we were younger, we didn't have knowledge, so we made that on milestones. Mm. When you have money and you have the knowledge, you start to realize the type of milestones you really want to hit. But when you don't have money, you create milestones to hit. You know what I'm saying? Without any logic yeah. or any real basis behind it. Just your perception. But then that goes back to what Spree was saying, what you asked originally. Are any of you, man, planning for your futures? Are you planning for... Are you thinking about when you have kids? Are you still thinking about your mums and that? Sorry, Spree, gone. This is what I was going to touch on. You see, all of this, yeah? I don't know. I'm very... I don't know. With the times that I talk off to myself, I just find, in a Western world, we're kind of going... Especially as black men, we're going away from our soul. And I feel like our soul is the important thing in this life. I, the more I read stuff, the more I'm realising happiness in life is not dictated by the amount of stuff that you have. It's literally dictated by your men mental and about your heart and stuff. That's how I feel. I know I sound bare guru preachy. Yeah? I, I agree with but, you. Bro, I was clocking. What I want in the future, I don't care about house, financial mobility, or what you said, Mills, or any of that kind of stuff. I don't care about nothing tangible. I just want to know that my child is awake and, 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 and attentive and, and, and like he has a good heart. And that's all I'm looking for. If that's there, yeah, then I feel like everything else will flow. I feel like we're so caught up in chasing material we forget to nurture ourselves. When you nurture yourselves, I feel the best things come from that. Like we've said before in previous uh, podcasts, when you look at these successful people, they're doing something that they love. So when you look at Bruce Lee, my man was doing uh, Kung Fu, whatever the Jets, Jitsu, Witsu, or whatever it's called, in a backyard place. Man loved it so much that they said, yo, we're going to pay you for this, G. We're going to pay you for this. I feel like if you're not born into wealth, you may never be wealthy. And you can spend your whole life chasing wealth chasing all this materialistic stuff and just live a terrible life. And it's exactly what you were saying about picking uni degrees because you think this is going to pay you and then you just end up living your life where you're working a job because you're chasing some ideal that other people have put on you. And I feel we promote that so much in our communities that it fucks us up. Spree, you know, the, I think we're unfortunate because I think about the funny thing is this year, I feel, I feel like all of us have had this change. Like when we were, especially uni times, even up afterwards, all I knew is that chase the bank. Then I start to realise that I really wish I knew, like I said, I wish I knew my passion. I'd rather chase that. And that made me money. Great. I'd love that. Do you know what I'm saying? But then again, it goes back to reality where your responsibilities, like I was saying, my earlier question, are you thinking about your families now, like your parents or your siblings? Are you thinking about your future kids? And then I start thinking, I was talking to a friend of mine, I was like, I would love to like find a career where I'm just happy. You know what I'm saying? I don't mind what I'm doing now, to be honest, but 
enjoyment. That's what I would like to be happy, like you said. Mm. But then I feel like I'm in that bracket where I'm not allowed that luxury. I think it's a luxury where I'm like, I want to get to a point where I'm comfortable. I'm not trying to be rich or whatever. I just want to be comfortable where my child can then have the, what you're saying, like you can raise them the right way and then they can have the options. They can find their passion. They don't have to worry about that. Because like, if I'm answering my own question, I'm already thinking about setting up a bank account for future kids. I'm already thinking about like my siblings and all that, or my sister, like, okay, if my mom's and that's not about, I've got something to cover them. My mom, I'm already thinking about all that stuff. So for me, it's like, I don't think I have even the luxury to start thinking, don't worry about that because I need to consider all these um, options. That, that's me personally. So with all of that in mind, I don't think I have that luxury. I get that, yeah. But what I'm kind of more saying is that <clears throat> it's not about neglecting your life. Like in England, you need peace to, to function. So make sure you have money like that. But what I'm trying to say is getting caught up in thinking that, that this is a milestone or I need this to be this. If there is a roof above someone's head and there is food on the plate and there is shelter, you are good. Yeah. I've got that from going back home, going to Africa and seeing the, the crazy amount of poverty, but having the best times or having this best experiences in terms of like going to someone's house and the happiness, the joy that comes from it. Even just talking to you, man. These you are know the what? Of life. You know what it sounds like to me? It sounds like to me. The joys of life with this material stuff. Yeah, materialism. You just don't care about the materialism, the bullshit. Yeah, basically what I'm trying to say is yeah. We've been conditioned to believe is like a reflection of I'm yeah. doing well in life. People will neglect their relationship with their family in terms of chasing the bag. And this is what right. we're talking about in the episode. Is it cool to go out and, and work all the time and not come back to your family? It's not really cool, bro. But if you... Really, um, sorry, I'm going to ask you a question there. Yeah, I feel like you have two points because I would, I would um, venture that all of us here don't really care about materialism like we used to like it's whatever yeah, cool. you got when we say like i'm not i'm not looking to get this as a milestone like you said i've got a roof over my head food and all that and i do what i need to do i'm easy so we're both on the same page with that with do what you got to do in that sense where i'm not with you is like um what you were saying lex about chasing the bag because like you said when we live in somewhere like london can you afford not to chase the bag yeah, because what I'm what, what what I'm trying to say is basically, you sacrificing your happiness for that little time that you're alive on this earth to, to secure something for the future that you might not ever get, you might not ever know. I don't think that is a like you could do it, but I just don't think that's a, a life worth living. Do you get what I mean? Like, I you know, so, so, yeah. So, Speed, do you not believe in like um, um, the concept of like pensions? Do you not believe it? So. For you, for you to move to the next chapter of your life, right, into the next decade, say your thirties, right? Mm. Are you saying that like material, like material milestones will not prevent you from getting married, from getting having children? All is of that. that not is that not a barrier to you? Yeah, exactly. It's not a barrier, and it's and it's more about changing my perception of this stuff. So rather mm. than a pension fund, um, a, a sole pension fund, I put money in and I'm waiting to get it out. I'm thinking instead of taking that percentage of pension put this into this. All right, you want to set up a business, I believe in you. This pension thing that I receive is this much a month. I'm going to put it into your business monthly, so maybe you can blow from that. It's like looking at the way that you're living your life. Like, a lot of the time, like I'm saying to you, you're, you're, you're guided by the pressures of what you might have in the future and by your society, them telling you what to do. I feel like mm. you need to take life into your own hands and do it yourself. Obviously, never to the detriment of where you're going to be fucked up or embarrassed, but as long as you've got food, shelter, 
yeah? And you can go on, live your life as, as like, find what you love. Take time to find what you love, do what you love. Don't do things because you think that this is going to help them in the future. Because at the end of the day, it might not. Do you know what I mean? Might, no, I agree with you, it might not. Uh, yeah, but I'll be honest, myself, oh, personally, oh, I don't so. think, I, I think speech mentality is the right way to think. Oh, the like, right way. I just don't feel like, I know myself, like, even, Melly asked a question, like, marriage and having kids will your current um place in life stop you from doing that like if you haven't got the right money me i'm the type of person where it has to make logical sense okay i haven't got the right i haven't got enough funds i haven't got this i've got to prepare this before i made that step whereas there's others where it's like i'm gonna make it work i've got enough to yeah. be happy i'm somebody where i can't move like that i need to know that okay cool if i've got this okay this person's covered mm. my my, my, my wife is covered. My kids, I overthink. And I think, I don't know, I think it's part of the way I was raised in mentality. And I know that. Yeah. But it's like, I need to feel like I'm protected in the right space before I do my next move. That's where most people fuck up, you know, because the whole trying to save everybody around you is what stops people from being able to save everybody around them. Yeah. You're so focused yeah. on helping others when in reality, you've got to have yourself Make sure you're you have yourself first. And that's how you're, t- you're able to take care of your family. So yeah. you might have to make that sacrifice of, you know, not neglecting your family, but like just tunnel visions and focusing for a bit, just for a hot second. For a little hot second. Sacrifice. To be able to give them everything they 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 would need. I think the bare minimum is just to spend time with people. That's the best thing you can do for someone. Yeah. Spend time with them. But in terms in terms of like supporting people financially. That, don't put too much pressure on yourself to do that, if you get and what I mean. Also, with what you just said, Riz, you know, I clocked. You could save as much peace as you want for someone. If their mm. mind ain't right, they could spend that in two days. And everything you've done for 25 years, they're just <laughs> in the house. They're I'll like, kill you. I will kill you. I will kill you. They come back asking for more. Literally. Yeah. Imagine saving your peace, killing yourself for your kid, and they come and say, I fucked. Huh? You have to die. Oh, you have, have to die. How many companies? How many companies have squandered the, 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 the generational wealth that has been built for them? Mm. You know what I mean? And that was yeah. their parents spending their whole life saving that, working for that. And then this this buffoon wants to come and so I'll, give, so I'll give you an example, yeah. Like even like um a lot of um white people have generational wealth within their family, as yeah. in their grandparents have passed down money and whatnot. And 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 the tradition, the tradition, the traditional way of thinking has gone out the window in the sense that shows like the only ways Essex and Made in Chelsea have conditioned them to be to, to buy into materialism. So I feel like as generations go on, where we we become more consumed by materialism. So yeah. these people, these people from these families that come from generational wealth. Once the money comes to them, all that money just goes out. They're blowing it. Yes, 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 yes. So, so it don't matter if you come from generational wealth. You're going to be the generation that's going to squander all the money because mm. the principles that your fat, your grandparents had, it's all gone out the window. It's been lost as time has gone. You know, mm. and this is why I believe shows like the only way Essex and uh, Made in Chelsea promote materialism on a mad one yeah. because. They literally are conditioning our generation and the generations that come after us 
to think that materialism is everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you understand? So yeah. it's not even a race thing. It's like, it's literally just, um, it's a mentality that's fading away, you know, playing say. the long game. It's class yeah. and knowledge. Class that's and knowledge. Thing, exactly. And that's what I was saying earlier. For me, it's about the importance of the mind and the soul. Where is that? If I know my children have the right mind, then I don't care what they're doing or what I'm doing. I just know I've done my job. That's my most important thing. If the people around me, like, because that one thing you clock here, especially when you've been close to the, when you're on the lower class, today, this guy is a dickhead, yeah? And he's got no peas. He maybe just started his little thing. The next three months, three months, this guy is a different place. So like, how can I explain? Like material means nothing. This means more. And even the fact that what we talk about, especially as being diaspora, being yeah. the second generation, well, our parents are from Africa. To see people yeah. come here from Africa, you see some mums and some things just say, all I need to do is the bare minimum of give my kids this and put them in there, they're cool. And you see some people come here and they shine. And the only difference is there is the mentality because they're both from the same place. They both come here with zero. But it's who yeah. that does more. That's why for me, and as I got older, yeah, cool, you got that nice car, you're doing your thing, you got this line, you got this, you got that. But when I talk to you and I hear certain things or the way you speak, that's when I'll respect you. I don't give a damn on what you've got and where you progress. Yeah. You know, I, love, I love you for saying that because I was reading something on Twitter and I think it was even Dame Dash that said it. We were talking about him earlier. Mm. He must have said something about Kanye where he was like, uh, you lot call him crazy, but he's worth a million or some shit like that. And I said, you know what, yeah? Me, having peace is great. I can't downplay it. But just because you have peace doesn't mean everything you do or say is great. You can still be dumb or a dickhead. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Money doesn't buy respect. And money doesn't mean everything you do is great. Do you know what I'm trying to say? And I think people, sometimes when they have money, it means it's everything. It means everything they say makes sense. Everything they do is great. But that's not the case. Mentality is important. I'll throw in the as well, yeah? When it comes to... So, yeah, there's that sense, having a mentality. Just like you said, it's so important to have a mentality. But it's also... Like, I'm not going to get rid of no work. I feel like when I'm saying this, people might think, oh, you're just an idealist. No, there has to be works. You have to be patterning something up. If you're... if What I'm basically trying to say is, if you've got the right mentality and you don't even care to sacrifice being broke for a year because you are literally trying to work on something that you know is going to be... Even if it's not going to be successful, it's going to be something that you love and you're going to be doing and you're doing that, then that's enough for me. Do you know what I mean? So I wouldn't yeah. say to my kid, I just need to know you've got a mentality. I need to see him doing stuff or see her doing stuff. Do you get what I mean? As well as us as well. So like I'm saying, I don't care if you're broke or you're rich. It's about what are you really doing and how do you... Yeah. So like with Kanye, for instance, you never know, Ed, you might speak to him and then he might break down everything that he's done to make him the Kanye West that he is today. And you think, raw. You are smart and you know what you're doing. You're doing your thing. Do you get what I mean? Mm-hmm. As opposed to like, <laughs> you don't like that at all. <laughs> As opposed to just like seeing someone's money and saying you're doing your thing or just speaking to someone saying, you know a lot. You can know a lot, but you could just be sitting on your ass, bro. That don't mean nothing, you know? Yeah. Makes you as much as a dickhead. So, what, how, so how, do you man, how do you man balance that between, you know, entering the next stage of your life? Because we spoke on the fact that he doesn't necessarily need materialistic milestones to move on to the next stage. How do you navigate growing older as a, as a, as a man and as a, a child of the diaspora in, into the next phase, you know? Because, you know, we are, we are getting to that end of the 20s. Yeah. Bro, man's you know? 30 next year. is mad. So, so, like, so, like, so, so, Ed, for you right here, yeah, you going into your 30s and, like, you know, 
we'll talk about we condense this time into like the lifestyle into like 10 years like a decade of having to achieve everything you know how do you feel about that do you because that in some cases in like, so for example for me personally you know if it wasn't for biology i would think that well not even for biology i would i personally think that child child having a child getting married you know all the houses all like that you can do that in any order you want We've just been told and educated that it happens in a certain order. You mm-hmm. understand? For me, looking at how life is right now, I would say that obviously you can have a child whenever you want. You can have a young, you can have an old, but primarily due to women's biology, you need to have it at a certain time. We're, we're getting to that certain age where women should be having it around this type of age. That's what we're told by science anyway. Yeah. And the church. But when it comes to stuff like marriage, you, you spoke about having these certain things in place to, to get into certain aspects of life. Do you feel like do you, yeah, do you feel like you've been conditioned or do you feel like there's an element of control whereby, you know, oh, you need to get married by X year or et cetera, et cetera? And what do you think is the right time to get onto that next stage of life in terms of marriage? Because for me, having a child is one thing, one thing. But for me, marriage, I say that shit takes time to understand what you're coming into. And I think you spoke about too lightly in terms of, you know, getting married by the time you're 28. I'm like, bro, life is long. Yeah. So to get married at like so young is high risk that you know that person might not be your life partner. And me for one, I don't subscribe to divorce in it. Mm. So I'd rather get married in my forties than be married once, mm. then be married in when I'm twenty eight and get married twice. You, do you guys see the mantra I'm getting at? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, even uh, nothing's gonna go too deep because we've done the topic on marriage already. But for me, it's more like already. I like I said. Fuck what everyone else thinks. One thing I've learned a while back was moving your own time. Like before, people used to always try to follow their friends and what others around them were doing and run their race with other people. First of all, fuck that. Run your own race. Mm. Know yourself, know your lane. You know what I'm saying? So for me, when I set my own milestones, it's stuff that I want to achieve and I'm going to do my best to get there. Mm. And when you talk about the next stage of life, I'm, I am thinking about, okay, cool, I want kids and all that stuff. So taking that into consideration, that's when I start thinking about, okay, building the family, all the other stuff, getting the house. And then I will start putting things into place which align with my actual beliefs. So for me, I'm not going doing it based on what others think I should do it or how I should do it. Fuck that. I'm doing it in how I think it makes sense to me and with my mentality. Like I said, I'm someone that's very meticulous with, okay, I need certain amounts or I need to be able to do this in certain ways. But at the same time, it has to make sense. So... I will approach that in my own way. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like going to my next stage of life, I just think about what I want to achieve and how I want to get there. And I just set my own goals and targets. I don't, I'm, I'm, don't run the race to fit everyone else's agenda. I'm not trying to do it at someone else's timeline. If it takes me 20 years, it takes me 10 years, it takes me five, that's fine. But I know where I want to be. You know what I'm saying? I agree with that. Mm, even, but the thing about that, even uh, as we go through to the next part of life, you make a great point, but it's like you tend to cohabit with someone like a partner, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. How do you run your race as a man in your own time when you have to take someone else into consideration? But we've been doing that our whole lives with our families, our parents, our kids, like Spree said. So, example, you have to, as much as you're doing your own time, you've got to consider others. You've always, we've always had to do it from a young age, like we discussed from early when we were working. But you, you wanna help your mom out with bills all that stuff. You still got to 
you've got to have a balance, like Spree said from earlier, you've got to have a balance in the sense that, yes, this is my life and my race, but you, like I was, like I was saying my part, I'm more, Spree was like more that side, I'm more this side, but you need a balance in the sense that I still got to take other people into consideration. I've also got to factor that into my plans. So I'm not going to be selfish, but you've got to do, you've just got to have a balance. That's it. You've got to be smart. Man. A good way to see it is when you're cohabiting with someone is that there's your world and your dimension, your galaxy. There's my galaxy and my world and my universe and whatever happens there. But then there's our joint world. And to understand the differences between each of them. So if there's something that involves the two of us, that is a joint thing. If there's something that involves me, you got to have the respect and the time to give me time to, you know, navigate my own choices. And I've got to do the same for you. But there's certain yeah. things that have to be said. And I think just understanding that as you cohabit, you know what I mean? You can't be selfish. Otherwise, yeah. don't be involved with someone. When you speak a lot about, you know, where you kind of envision yourself, how you feel about certain things. It's not like the conversation we're having now. A lot of people should be having this with their partner, you know, to understand where their priorities lie in life. Like, for instance, look, Ed, Ed believes in the... Um, that, you know, things have to be set in a certain way or he wants it set in a certain way. Whereas I would say, oh, I'm a bit more, you know, free-spirited in that sense. And imagine if, if we were opposite sexes and we were dating and we both didn't know that about each other, we'd be moving mad. Beefing. We'd be beefing. Because I'd be saying, exactly. oh, I ain't got a job. You ain't got a job after three months. It doesn't matter, but I'm working on this. I don't care. But, bruv, what about saving for this? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But and then got- that's when it comes back to... Yeah. That's when it comes back to communication, like Spree said. Because once you understand that about the other person, you've got to find a balance. If you can't, then it just means you can't work. But you have to, if you're going to be with someone or, or cohabitate or whatever, you have to, that's pretty, you've got to have that middle ground, um, that world where it's, it's us. Yeah. And therefore, there has to be compromises on both ends. You can't just say, I'm doing it my way only. Yeah. Then, yeah. bruv, then leave your own life. So if, that, if that's the case, right? Mm-hmm. And Rizzi, I want to point to you for this question. So when do men ever get to be selfish from our background? We spoke about, you know, sometimes you're not from a wealthy background, you know, having a gap year. Mm. And then we spoke about how we've been brought up in a place where, and I, you know what I, I, I equal it to? Yeah. To like athletes. Like, you know how athletes will say when they're 32, oh, your career's done out here. Like, you're basically done. You've got no more potential. Like, yeah. That's how I kind of applied it to my own life. So I feel like I'm 28 you know, basically the potential bar is, is going down and it's like, that's the wrong mentality to have because you can make it when you're 40. Wrong you know what? A lot of people think like that as well. You get wrapped up in this whole like analogy of life whereby you've got 10, a, 10, a good 10 years to do your thing and if yeah. you do not make it in that 20 to 30, you're done at you. Oh and that's... going on to Ed's point where it's like, oh, you've got to take other people to consideration and speak about cohabiting. Yeah. Rizzy, when do you think as a young black man trying to make it, when do you get to focus on yourself purely, selfishly? I mean, you can never be selfish. You can't. What do you mean? You don't, you don't think there's ever a time in a, in, a, in a black man's life he can be selfish? Just to focus on himself. Just to focus on himself. I don't even like using the term selfish. I don't mind. Yeah. It's, I think it's the term. Focusing yourself. And secondly, it's nothing about being a black man. Like we said, more class. Forget colour on this one. It's like... But I can only speak from my experience. I can only speak from my experience. It's awareness. And Rizzy, that's what I'm saying. When do you think you can be self-involved in yourself and invest yourself purely? Do you know what? In all honesty, I think it's from your 20s to your 30s. 
Wow, so only 10 years of the eight-year lifespan. Do you know why? Because you have more responsibilities from 30 onwards. So mm. you can't just think about yourself. I think, and, ten, and, ten, and 20 to 30 is not a long time because you don't even know yourself. So You're just a kid. You know what? Like, I don't even have the answer to that question because it's like, I just feel like your 20s to your 30s is the time when you can be selfish and you can, you know, you don't have to really think about others. You don't have to. Spree, do you disagree? Yeah, kind of. I think, like I said, yeah, as I get older, trying to change the perception of the way I see these things, mm-hmm. I feel like you can't quantify it in an in a, in a, in a age, in a, in a 10 year, in a gap of any specific amount of years. It's got to be a lifestyle. It's got to be a habit. So, okay, I've got 12 hours in a day. Six or five of those hours will be for me, regardless of what's going on. Mm. Four hours, three hours will be for the joint thing. Two hours will be for family, friends. Do you know what I mean? I think when you start structuring your life in that way, things will naturally fall in that place. You can't be selfish for the full amount of the day and you can't give yourself away for the full amount of the day. It's like we're saying, just find the balance, really. That's, that's how I kind of see it. So I think all throughout your life, even when you are 65, brother, and you like to chill on that park bench and feed the birds, and that's your thing, no one else wants to do it, do that shit. Don't tell, let no one tell you you can't do that because you've got kids. Get out of here. You've got to find a balance, though. You can't just be all the time saying, fuck my kids or fuck my wife or fuck the mortgage I have to pay or fuck this. But you have to find some time in the day for yourself. Whether that means no, earlier or waking up, going to bed later, it's, it's about discipline and about making sure... Right, this, this happens to a lot of men, yeah. This happens to a lot of men. So they've... From 20s to 30s, they've literally... I don't want to use the word rushed, but they've patterned everything in terms of got a job. Mm. Um, got married, had kids, and then they realised that shit. I put all my energy into. I never lived for myself. Yeah, and then okay, cool. They get to like thirty, mid thirties, mm. and then they think to themselves, "There's this thing that I want to do, and I believe I can do it, but I've got my 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 wife and I've got my children, and this thing might need you to leave the country." This thing might need you to be away from your family, for, from your base that you've built. Yeah, this yeah. thing might require you to say, family, missus, we need to go and live in a different country because there's this new thing that I want to take on. Yeah. Can, 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 can you do that? Because okay. that's the make or break between... Can you know, I, ask, the, the the I want to answer Melly's question and Rizzy's question. And starting a new life and then leaving his family behind. This happens. It happens, yeah. but I want to answer Melly Enrizzi's at the same time. Firstly, I think what Spree said before to your um, response to your thing was perfect. And I think yeah. it even matches what you're saying because if you deep it, yeah, I agree you can never truly be selfish, but like Spree says, you have to have selfish moments. Whether it's like throughout the day, you've got to balance it. Yeah. But for me, with Melly's question about can you ever truly, um, when can you be selfish to yourself? Bro, you always had the choice in a sense that if you humans like Spree always says um, we humans need each other we always rely on each other we have people in our lives we're social creatures do you know what I'm saying now if you want to be selfish bro then say fuck kids fuck having a wife fuck, bro you just got to choose to say fuck it mm. if you're going to want to have a wife and kids and all that stuff then bro stop saying when can I be selfish because you've chosen to have that in your life and that comes respons- with responsibilities. You can't, you can't pick and choose. I want this, 
but I want to be completely selfish at the same time. So basically... What That's impossible. That's bullshit. So basically, what you're telling me is that from the moment that you signed up for having a wife and a family and having a base... You, you forfeit the rest of your life. No, I didn't say you forfeit the rest of your life, but I'm trying to say, <laughs> if you are trying to say, I want 10 years to myself, then bro... No, no, I never said that. No, but, I'm, uh, originally, no wait, but originally you said, when do you have that time to just yourself? Like the years yeah. to focus on yourself, whether it's 10 years... Bro, if in that period... Sorry, I, I was just family, thinking about myself when, it, when, when, when O'Malley answered... No, I'm, I'm coming to your question after answering yeah. Melly's, but I was like... If you want that period, then bro, stay, don't worry about your family. Don't think about family and kids yeah. and have that period. But if at a time you said, oh, I want kids in this time on that, then shut up. You can't have both. All you can do is incorporate selfish moments. But yeah. you can't say, I want a family, but I want to be selfish. And it's, but dickhead. You, you no, 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 no. But, you, but what, you're saying is, you're, what you're saying is a convoluted point. Because my point is, at a certain, at, in some ages, even when you're 18, you can say, one day I want to get married. Yeah. Cool. One day I want to. It's not so. Not, I would never ever say I want to have kids, but I want to be selfish. No, no, no. But bro, what? you're saying like, but bro, you you said it like from just twenty to thirty. If you decide I want to have marriage and kids from my thirties onwards, then you just answered your own question. Yes, it is from twenty to thirty, or from when you were a kid to thirty, because yeah, okay. that's the time you chose not to have a family. Okay, so so, the, so basically, from the point you have a family. Then you're not allowed to just think but about then it. But even, yes, but even before then, if you want to take responsibility of your parents and that, you've chosen that. All you yeah. can just say, you're my mum, you're my dad, that's not my responsibility, I'm going to be selfish. Again, yeah. it's choice. Yeah. If you don't want to make that choice or you're somebody that feel like you're responsible for your family, that's up to you, yeah. but you've made a choice and therefore you cannot be completely selfish. Okay, that's so, got, so Ed, I've got a question. Hold on, sorry. And then to find out on Zerizzi's bit, if you have a family and then you're like, I want to do this when I'm 35, 40, again, bro, you've already made a choice. You can choose to leave that family, but you, again, that's a choice. Everything you lot are doing is choice. It don't act like you were forced not to have your freedom. You already made a choice. Either you stick to it or break it. Well, that's a good point. This is how broken homes happen. You know, how many dads have, exactly. how many dads have fought family and realized, I don't want family, I want my own space. And now bare people are brought up with no daddy. Because the daddy yeah. said, cool, uh, uh, this is too much for me. Let's yeah. also, I realise that women, some women do the same thing as well. Yeah. yeah. Happens. I know it's not something you don't see. 100%. Trust me, woman can... For me, just don't make a commitment if you're not ready. That's it. Yeah. Well, well, I, yeah, one of the key things, I agree with that, but one of the things is that, one of the key things people need to understand as men, and if you're, if you're a woman listening, is that it goes back to Ed's point. Ed's point was very clear in terms of sometimes, and it's, it's, that's why it was interesting what's preset. Ed's point was that obviously you need to put things in motion before you can get to that next point in life, right? So if I say, if you say to yourself, look, I don't, say you're a 20-year-old kid, and you're like, you know, I want to do X, Y, and Z, and I don't want to get married or have kids till I'm 27, mm. or et cetera, et cetera. More time, it's not going to be up to 27, you get to focus on yourself. You all have been in relationships before, you understand that, to get to even start that journey after you're 27, it will eat in to your 26, 25, and possibly 24. Well, Do you understand what I'm trying to say? The same way you said, the same way you said, you need to have things in place. You can't just say, okay, I got to pray. Right, cool, let me find someone. No, you know but Melly, the difference is again, when you chose to get in a relationship at 20, you fucked up your whole selfishness because. No, 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 I'm not saying you get in a relationship at 20. I'm no, no, I'm giving an example. No, 20 was an example. I'm saying, like I said, if you want fair, you want to have kids. You might be looking for yeah. someone, let's say 25 or 26 onwards. If you start at like 20, 22, and it eats into your 23, 24, 
you've included someone into your personal space, it's impossible to be completely selfish. So you've got to be smart about the choices you make. If you know that... If you want to have kids from like 30, but you want also to be free to make your choices, then maybe you might start saying, I'm only willing to be in a relationship from, let's say, 26, 27 onwards. Something like that. 29, 29 and 10 months. Whatever. I'm saying whatever. But I'm saying you've got to be smart. You can't get into a relationship at like 22, and then you get to like 29, let's say your partner's saying, I'm ready for marriage. You're like, but I'm not. You've been yeah. them into your life already. So you fucked that up already. We've got to be smart with our choices. We yeah, can't, yeah, like, we can't fair, make a choice. I'll be real, yeah? You, man, let's all be real. I know we don't decide how life comes to us. Yeah. But everything's a fucking choice. We can't make a choice and then cry about it later. 100%. I, I, think, I, think, I think getting into a relationship doesn't mean you've made the choice to have children. No, bro, it might... Choices. I think, no, why, can, why, why can you not... Why can you not... Why can you not be, be before you're ready to have kids or whatever, why can you not, as a man, as a man, I'm speaking as a man, yeah. why can you not make one choice that's independent of another that, and then be told, oh, because you've now made a choice to be in a relationship, you've now fucked yourself over because now you're not married for... You're no, not because it's not about fucking yourself over, but if you... But that's what you're saying. You're saying that no, wait, 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 let me explain. If you get into a relationship and you know eventually this person's going to want kids and a family, you know what they want when you accept to that relationship. You've signed up to them. Bro, you have these conversations. You can't say that, brother. You're chatting. You can't get to a relationship with someone and say, ah, you're going to ask them, do you want kids? You have these conversations. You know what you're getting yourself into. It might not be right away, but you know what they want. What if the person changes their mind? Are we not? That's what I'm saying. You're allowed to change your mind. But then, again... It's like... No, but bro, again, it comes to my point. If you change your mind, it's like screaming about broken families. You can be in a marriage and say, I don't want to be the family anymore and walk away. You can do it. But again, these are all your choices. Let's not all start acting like, oh, we were forced, or we haven't got... It's choice. Mm. You get into a relationship with a girl and she's talking, I want to get married at 29. You know this. Let's stop acting. Whether you can um, accept your choices or not. Yeah, accept the choice or not. Don't do them. Like, you can't sleep at night and think, oh, I did the choice. Like, don't... It's communication at the end of the day, isn't it? It's what you And I believe that as well. If I'm going to get with... You need to understand what you're on. If I don't know what you're on, I can't blame you for whatever you do to me. Yeah. So basically, Ed, Ed, your advice is, yeah, would you say, yeah, to be fair, any, any young man listening or any woman listening, basically do not get into something that can result in something else. So for example, I'm going to be with this girl because you're attractive and I like you, right? Now, are you saying that you shouldn't get into a relationship, that you should only get into You should basically find out their intentions for the next 10 years before getting not, into a relationship. Saying, not, not, and if it, doesn't ali- if it doesn't align with your next 10 years, you say, okay, cool. Because if that's the case, then you're dating someone saying, you're dating someone and saying, okay, what's your 10-year plan? What's your five-year plan? So, so basically, men can't even date because of feelings, basically. Nope. No. Not. no. You, can't even date, you can't even date someone because you like them. I'm going no. to back Ed quickly, yeah? Do you remember what I said at the beginning? I was saying about how you need to understand the person that you're with. So mm. if the person is a free thinker or this person is a person that has been set in a way, you need mm. to know that. I'm not telling you to say to them, 100%. tell me everything that's going on. All you need to ask, yeah. all you need to do is be aware of the person that you're with. Okay, this person is a person that lacks things sorted in a way. They're not a person that will say, okay, tomorrow let's just go to live in Portugal for 10 years. They're not that type of person. So you've got to be aware of that stuff. That is all. 
So don't let Hollywood about, fool you. Don't let all these Disney films and these fairy tale yeah. love films fool you. Like all this fantasy shit of meeting yeah. someone and they just won me over like that. And it's all these feelings and all of that mystical stuff it's here. Myth. Making the fact, using that as your foundation of building with someone or even experiencing life with someone is a setup. You're setting yourself up to fail. If you don't understand the person that you're laying next to, that you're spending your time with, I'm telling you, you're setting yourself up. 100%. You're and bro, I'll be, I'll the be whole feeling thing, I just like this girl, you know, we're just going with the moment and living in the moment, live now, you know, it's a setup. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it feels nice, it feels it amazing. It, it feels amazing. But if you don't ask, if you don't understand that person and what their plan is and their perception, how they perceive life, you're fucking yourself up. This is why I say relationships are quite similar because you've got to have the mindset of, to your boys, you know what boy to take with you to this place, to that place, to that place, because you know how they all act. Yeah. Yeah. And you need to apply that to the person that you're dating. You mm. can't date someone and just say, it's like having an acquaintance. You want to take someone that you work with at work, but you don't really know to a place, to a certain place, because you don't know how they're going to act. Or you're not going to take someone where you know, okay, beef might kick off here. Are you mm. going to bring this pussy? You're not going <laughs> to you know how your friends, who's the one that's going to back the beef and who's not? Like, oh, cool, I'm going somewhere where it might be a bit slippery. I can roll with this one. I can't roll with this one. But this one might be the guy for the girls. You've mm. got to know this, yeah? You have to so know. If you're going to a networking event, you're going to take your friend that's a goon from down the road yeah, to carry yeah, yeah. for you. What? To come bring, bring him to the networking event. And then going back to what Melly said about you can't date. Bro, dating and relationships are two different things. You can date as much as you want. You can like a girl. But when you make a commitment, bruv, Mm-hmm. Oh, you gotta understand the person you're making a commitment to and what they want. 100%. In the, 100%. You know what I'm saying? Man's gonna say, I wanna be in a relationship, but let's not talk about relationship relationship stuff to I'm um, red. That don't make sense. Yeah. So don't. Day, do what you man. I would tell my son if I, if I had a son, don't get into a serious relationship until later on in life. I would personally tell 100%. him. 100%. Unlikely they're gonna listen to me. They're gonna have a girlfriend. It happens. Do you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? But in the, the day, when you make a commitment and a choice, it's a commitment and a choice. You can, same way you can tell the girl, I don't want to think about marriage till I'm 27, 28, 30. Same way she might say, I'm thinking about marriage from 26 onwards. You both know what you're thinking. Then you decide whether this relationship makes sense or not. If you're going to say, I'm just dating, I don't, bruv, fool you. <laughs> you care. Man put himself in a trap and now he's and complaining. Then, and then you're oh. 35 and you've got your baby mum saying you can't come and see the kids and you're thinking, bruv, this girl was never like this, bro. I don't even know what's changed. You didn't know her. He's saying words change. You didn't know her, bro. You didn't know. Yeah, so man. basically, so basically, so basically, so the reason why I took us down this garden path here is because I wanted people that are listening to understand this. You get because yeah. one key thing here, people do not deep here as men, 100. is that the decisions you make here, the gravity it comes with, is not equal to any. It's it will be on your shoulders. Spree, what did you just say? You can be there at thirty-five and say, now why is this girl moving like this time? I don't even know. I said, like you said, you did not do what you had to do to get to know this person. That's what I'm trying. That's what I'm trying. Because to me, and it would be great if we had uh, Rochelle or, or, or Danny on the phone. But I can only speak from a male's perspective. And like you said, Ed, there's a lot of there's a lot of responsibility going into this whole um, chivalry, courting, relationship, commitment, dating. It's all part of this whole big thing, right? But it's like you said, the emphasis is on you as a young man to understand what you're signing up for. Definitely. Yeah. The, and that's what I wanted to stress. Because some people, like Rizzi said, some people generally think as a guy, 
as a, you're not a boy anymore. You're not Peter Pan. You cannot do this whole thing. I love you. And you actually have to move with purpose. Yeah. It's, and then some people will be like, oh, that's not romantic. There's no such thing as romanticism for men. I don't believe it. There's no, there's no you can't, people, the thing is, someone can perceive you as Prince Charming. That is fine. But you have to understand, Prince Charming himself is moving with a purpose. Yeah, yeah. You cannot be romantic. You cannot believe in that sort of like, oh, you know, she's just going to, Blow me away. Yeah. Oh! yeah, I respect that opinion. I don't have to. And, 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 that's, and, that's what, and that's what I guess that's one of the things that I want to talk about. Right? A lot of men don't think like that, though. But a lot of young men do not, they, they have that sense of Peter Pan and immortality of, I can keep this going forever. But when you do get to that point where we are at, where you're 28, mm. uh, 29, and now the conversation of like, Oh, I want to have kids, and you're like, what? <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Because you you haven't deep in your life that, bro. You are that you're getting to a stage where you have to start moving with purpose. Mm -hmm. You cannot just do things because your heart tells you, or that's your impulse. Mm -hmm. And and I don't see that enough in in in, in how people move and as we grow older. Because even even as you as as you transition from the like, 25 to the late 20s, you man clocked it. Impulse doesn't make your body move anymore. Mm. The thing that will make your body move when you're 24, 25, 26, you couldn't, you couldn't give a toss. Oh, that's how people end up in entanglement. Entanglement? Because <laughs> <laughs> of, of feelings. Butterflies. <laughs> you get it. Yeah, man, that's all nonsense, man. I clocked that from, eight, I don't know, maybe age like 25. 100. Yeah. The, the whole feed, like... Hmm? Both boys and girls, like, we need to... When you're happened to men? You need to be aware... Does that happen to men? What, 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 what happens to men? I feel like all my, all my boys are very woke. No, but like Spree says, it's true. Like, sorry, because I know not. Is yeah, that um, everyone has to have the same mentality and responsibility yeah. of, I know what I'm signing up to. But in this current world, I think it's a topic we should have one day is the pressures of men are different where it feels like we have to make the final say or we are the ones that have to be in control and lead and... We can't fuck up. But at the you end can't. of the day, you can't. The the day, I'll be real with you, everybody needs to know what they're signing up to. It's not just on men, but that's a conversation for another day. I feel like some girls as well will be with some guy, oh, I didn't know he was such a violent daughter. This guy's been a violent don. He's been a violent one from a long time ago. And you it, doesn't, it, doesn't have to be, it doesn't even have to be violent. You know, that's, what I mean, like, anything. that's a good example. Because, like, for example, what we just said, yeah, a guy can just be violent. But the girl has this perception that he won't be violent to me. He's never been that. He's never done that to me before. So then, when the emotions get involved and it becomes violent to you, when you're like, yeah, I don't know, ten years into your relationship, and he just flips on you, so why should you be surprised? Because he has a track record of being violent with other people. Same as like food as well. Okay, the guy's a criminal, and he spends a lot of his time doing. Oh, that's just now. Nah, you know, he's busy trying to, but he's doing all the time, giving time and time to business to the. Do you understand that that's him? He's a businessman. He loves business. So when he's doing that, when you're married and stuff, don't be like, what are you doing when I'm married now? You know what I mean? But anyway, that's, as you said, it makes a whole other conversation. You know what? That's a good one because some people have the perception that, and they put pressure on their partners um, to, okay, we've got a family now. Like, are you going to calm down with your hustle? Like, I said, bro, you know what you said Exactly. Huh? I know people that are in positions like that. Even they when, sure. their partners of, like, you're in a, you know, you've got, we've got a family now. Like, why are you working so hard? Yeah. Spend time with your family. 
even boys as well. And and the guy will have the perception of I've got more responsibilities now. I need to go ten times harder. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then there's 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 there's, um, there's problems in the relationship. Yeah, this one will so, get deep. this one will get deep. We have to. I'm just giving examples of like just the pressures that are on on. on but, and even to the um, last example to top that off, it's exactly yeah. like Melly said. A girl gets into a relationship and the guy says, "I'm not thinking about marriage for until like I'm 35." And then you're 26, 27, saying, "Why are we not married yet?" Man's mm. told you already. You oh. asked, you didn't want to know. It goes the same way. Yeah. You chose to stay in there. Now you're crying. No, bro. Everyone needs to take responsibility and understand the choices they make. Everything's a choice. If you chose to be responsible for your family, know that was a choice. If you decide to be responsible for your everyone, all of this is choices, isn't it? And you decide, and therefore. Bro, that, you might not be able to be selfish as much as you want to be, but that's the choice you made. So, so let's, let's, wrap, let's wrap this up and, and, and... All right, so let me let me wrap out with one last question. When do you think... When do you, man, think... When did you, man, have to kill your inner Peter Pan? When did you realise, OK, I, I've graduated, I'm no longer baby boy, young boy? What age was it and what, what triggered it? I don't know. I wouldn't say I'm killed. I don't know what the Peter Pan. What do you mean? I'm What's saying that? that this. I'm. I'm gonna be this flyboy forever. I can have this. Like I'll be partying, impulse going. Yeah. No, just. I'll, I'll be. You know how you moved when you were younger, and you basically thought you were gonna. The world was your A star. You yeah. Could do that. You could do this, that, and that. You will get to a stage, obviously, where you clock raw. Like, I ain't even got the energy to be. To be guys. <laughs> energy to be dancing. You know what you're saying about the impulses, bro. Back in the day, what when we were all 21, 20, 19, when I knew you, man. If we heard this thing's going on down there, ah, oh, what? Go get ready. We'll link up again at seven. You think now? Now I'll be hearing, allow it, man. What do you mean? You're telling me something's happening. I'm tired, man. I'm watching yeah. my show. Right, I noticed. Right, I noticed. That's what we'll be shouting. But <laughs> we're not like that anymore. But that's what he's trying to say. But one thing I'll okay. say to that now is just to finish what I'm saying. So I, don't, I haven't killed that Peter Pan. I think the beauty of life is to be a Peter Pan every day or to have a Peter Pan feeling in things that you do. So if I wake up today, mm. And I know I've st- started a whole totally brand new thing. I'm gonna have that joy of a child. I'm gonna have that joy of the that 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 that, that curiosity. Like, oh, I'm starting this business tomorrow. So this yeah. is gonna, that's gonna happen. I don't know where I'm gonna be in the future. And that's the Peter Pan stuff I'm trying to retain. But then I'm stepping up in terms of when I was about, yeah, when I was in a, you know, I don't know. I think we've always been like that, man. We've been stepped up. Yeah, I have to agree with Spree in the sense that I feel like. We've had responsibility for a large part of our lives. Yeah. So we've learned already how to... Having responsibility is normal. That's why I don't usually feel stress or pressure anymore. It's like, it's part of life. Mm. Like, I don't really think of it as like... Now, guys, things are different. No, obviously, I still, you can still feel pressure and stress, but I'm like, it's life. Like, I don't really think of it as like, oh, God. No, it's normal. We've been, we've been having responsibilities. It's nothing new to me. But at the same time, I know how to have a good time and just have fun. So for me, it's like... it's been like this for not so long before, like before trust me huh? Bro, listen yeah you would have no idea that we're going on holiday that a week before think about it you can't do that you now that shit now <laughs> the basic difference is is this you just got different responsibility but i will still boo and have that's the only difference it might so not be like erratic Anyway, if I tell you Vegas next week, are you rolling? Next week, next week, Corona. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you Corona. The, the, old, the old 
Evan would say, see you there. <laughs> no, I'm just saying it changes, but it's, it's the same shit. You're still going to be a Peter Point, that's free, so you're still going to have fun, but it's just like, you might go about things differently. Yeah. It just changes. Yeah, I'm not really down with the narrative of you get to a certain age and then it's like, okay, well, now it's time to be an adult and be yeah. A, yeah. this type of, whatever narrative, whatever, um, not narrative, um, yeah, narrative. Yeah, narrative. Narrative. Yeah, yeah. yeah, they tell you to just follow, like, you know, when you must get, get to a certain age, you know, you've got to stop doing certain things and start doing certain... I don't like all that, man. Yeah. It's like someone telling you how to live your life. Yeah. Um, and 30s young as well, man. It's very young, big addition to think that, as I said it's before, 20 to 30 is the years you can do whatever you want. What I meant by that is that you... that, that Those are the years for me when I don't have a family. Hmm. So... I have the freedom to make sacrifice that like, just to do whatever I want, basically. You know, yeah. if I decide I want to move to go and live in a different country, no one can tell me shit. Mm. Understand? Mm. If I've got a family, you know, two kids and a wife at age 35, for example, I can't mm. say, on, oh, well, now, you know, I want to just go and move to Australia. Mm. Um, and whether you guys follow me or not, See ya. Do you understand? I've got a family. I'm going to speak to their wife and say, I've got this idea of us moving here. You know, what do you think? You can't be selfish. Do you understand? So that's what I meant. But that whole pressure of like, even me by me saying to myself that from 20 to 30, from 30, I can no longer do what I want or be selfish. That's a lot. I'm putting a lot of pressure on myself because why 30? Why have you got to have everything figured out by 30, 35? Yeah. Listen, mm-hmm. and I've, I've studied a lot of people that have become successful and become very wealthy in this life. A lot of them got their breakthrough after the age of 35. Mm, yeah. What kind of pressure can you put on yourself from age 20 to 30? Bro, to like have? I said, run your own race. Fuck watching Honestly. Mm-hmm. Do your own like, and the thing is, another thing is the pressure of people around you having yeah. things that we've been conditioned to believe you should have. Have them having their stuff in place. It then starts to make you feel, not me, I've mastered it, trust me, I'm in control of my yeah. mind. But with most people, it makes them feel like because everybody my age has a property, everybody my age has the car that they want, everybody mm. my age has a serious person that they're seeing, I have to have the same thing too. But you don't. Mm. You don't have to. You can have children whenever you want to have children. You can, have, you can get married whenever you want to get married. Mm. You can buy a property whenever you want to buy a property. You don't have to buy a property. You can rent all your life if you want. No one should ever, don't ever feel pressured to follow this is the way you have to have things. By this age, I must have this. By this age, you must have that. Don't get me wrong. People sign up to that and they achieve it and they feel like, yes, I'm doing well. They use that to measure how well they're doing in life. But I don't know, for someone like me, I don't use these, these, um, we don't use, I, I don't use the same ruler as these people. That. That's how I measure success. Right. For me, success for me is for me to be sane at the age of 35. Yeah. A lot of black men, especially, by the time they get to like, not even, you know what's mad? Dude? Like, so by age 30, depression starts to hit. You start realizing that you're not really doing what you wanted to do in life. You know, mm. wanted all the money. The money came, and you're still not happy. You're still not content. You still feel like something's missing. Yeah. That, uh, that yeah. feeling, midlife crisis, is to rid that feeling. 
I don't want to be. I don't want to feel like that at thirty-five. Like, what's what's what am I doing with life? You know, do you get what I mean? Yeah, so true. Yeah, because that's what leads to depression. You start thinking to yourself like, raw, like, I like what what am I doing with life? I don't want to be like that. I feel like I've done that. Age 20, 26, 26, 27. Your mind. Yeah. 26, 27 was the two years that I, I paused and thought to myself, like, what am I actually doing? So I think it hit me early. But I think it's going to be sad for a lot of people because it's going to hit them when they get to like 30, 35, 40, 45. It will hit them. It will hit them and they'll think, shit. All these things that I've achieved, did I even want this? Yeah. What did I want to do with my life? Literally, the what earlier saying, it hits you, the better. Hmm? Was, now I'm saying you, everything you're saying is so. You explained basically what I was trying to say at the very beginning when I was yeah. saying I want my children to have the mentality to that it's more about nurturing your mind than nurturing yeah. any material stuff. Exactly yeah. what you're saying. Okay. You don't want to, it's about the happiness comes from here. So even if you've got, you said you've got everything in the world. And they're 30 and they're still like, what the fuck? My life's so empty. I've sold my whole soul just to get this stuff. And I'm, who am I, bruv? Trust me. Do we, do, do we have time? We've got to wrap up in this. We've got to wrap up slightly. You're still got to wrap up. Oh, I was going to tell a story. That's why. Uh, no, tell it. That's how we wrap up, innit? Okay, yeah. So basically, I always use this example um, of like when I was in college and I had a friend, yeah, who... He, we, we both come from two different paths in life. We're both from two different cultures, but the way he lived his life and the way I lived my life was very different. So mm-hmm. with this boy, yeah, he, when we were in college, he literally had a lot of things given to him from his parents. They had that, like, so for example, they would give him money to um, do the things that he wants to do. Mm. You know, they'll give him, um, whatever you want will support you. Do you understand? Mm. Like, it was weird to see because it was like his mum and dad kind of just asked him, what do you want? You know, we'll give it to you. He was kind of spoke. I would see it as spoke, but I think that's because I, I come from something different. Yeah. So yeah. with him, yeah, he always got the support. There was, he didn't have the pressure that I had. So I'll give you an example. When I was young in college, I had to work in retail to make money. Yeah, yeah. Mm. He didn't have to work in retail to make money. He was just kind of like, he could just focus on his craft on the weekends when we didn't have college and, in, on, and mm. on the evenings as well. Whereas with me on the weekends, I'm working. Mm. So the first thing I would do is I would make my money from my retail jobs and I would like, um, just buy the things that I want, like clothes, you know, I'll to do driving lessons, you know, I'll get my car. And then him, he just had freedom to just, fuck up not fuck about but just do whatever he wants to do and what he what what he did was he um just focused on like video production he just wanted to like buy a camera and go out and film videos Mm. he was doing that for time he didn't care about working a retail job he didn't care about making any money Mm. he just focused on his craft Mm -hmm. back then i didn't see it as a craft i just saw it as just this thing that he did now a whole decade later he is still doing what he was doing before, but he's become a success at it. He didn't care about money. He didn't care about getting certain things in life, getting my passing my driving test, getting my first car. You know, he didn't care about all that. He just succeeded in his craft. He had all the time in the world. Even like when he went to university, 
he was still fo- fo- focusing on his craft. Mm. He kind of didn't care about uni. He was like, oh, you know, I know I have to go to uni, but you know, I don't really care about uni. Mm. I don't think he even passed university. Mm. I think he failed because he was so focused on his craft. This mm. thing that he was, that he loved to do, pick up a camera and film stuff. Whereas me, the pressure of, I have to go to university, let me go get my degree, let me go get my first job. No, 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 no. And I see how our lives are, are very different at our age now. We're both the same age and he's got his house, he's got his company that's worth a lot of money. Mm. And I look at the things that I could have changed. Maybe if I just didn't care about money and I just focused on the things that I love, by now, at age nearing 30, I'm, I'm, I'm going to turn 29 this year, I would have probably, I would have spent 10 years from 20 Mastering to 29 just focusing on my craft, the thing that I love. And Lord knows how far I would be within my craft had I done that. Mm-hmm. And I didn't focus on making money, hustling, working jobs, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. You get what I mean? So exactly I feel like there's a lot of people from my community that are like me in the sense that, like, okay, yeah, they'll pick up a craft, but at the same time, it's like, I need to get that money. Mm. Yeah. And I need to hustle. All my pairs are driving this, they're all wearing this, they're all doing this, they're all going on trips. I need to get this money. And you don't really focus. So it's kind of like you're playing, you're not really playing the long game. You're kind of focusing on the, what can I get now, 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 now. Whereas yeah. my friend... You're trying to keep up. Yeah, trying to keep up. Whereas my friend, he didn't give two shits about keeping up with anyone. He just focused on the stuff that he, the stuff that he, that he loves to do. And then look how he's benefited from the focusing on the things that he I'm loves to do. If you used all that money you saved from retail and poured mm. it back into yourself, yeah. you would have surpassed even this guy who had stuff from his parents. You would have passed him because you're actually putting your own 100%. money which is going to be more than whatever money he receives, into yourself. Yeah. Like you said, instead yeah. of looking at putting your money elsewhere, not in, inwardly, outwardly. It's crazy. Yeah. So true. I'll give you an example. Like, I remember when I got my first car, yeah, he was like to me, he said something to me like, um, oh, I don't know, man. I, don't, I, wouldn't, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't drive that. He was like, I think I got a Vauxhall Corsa as my first car. And mm. he was like, um, I don't care about driving the car until I can get, I can get the car that I, I really want. So at the time, he was just thinking about driving a, the maddest car, like a supercar. Mm. And he wasn't going to settle for, you know? So one thing that, that's, that's very popular amongst um, p- people like us is when we were young, we had to get our first car and upgrade, upgrade, yeah. upgrade, yeah. upgrade. And that will show how you're progressing through life. Like, you know, I'm getting older, Mm. I'm in this now, I'm doing this now, I'm going on more holidays now. Whereas he didn't care about the come up. Mm. He just focused on what he wanted. Mm. So his first car was a supercar. He sacrificed not driving all the, you know, I'll I'll settle for this and this because this is what I can afford. He didn't care. He said, I'm not driving until I I can get what I want. Had I kept that same mentality, and not cared about driving cars in university and because the expense of even having a car that pressures a lot as well the yeah. amount of money guys think about the money you spent on cars 25 first time driver like no guarantee think about the money you spent on cars imagine not giving a fuck about like, that like, and you have all that money here i don't even think i don't even like thinking about it no it's mental 
It's crazy. I'm so happy I didn't. So, all I'm, so basically, my, the reason why I, use, I brought up this story and just wanted to use this example is because it just really showed me that from young, and this is something I'm going to show my children, they're never going to make the same mistake I made, ever. Mm. Just focus on your craft. What is it that you love? Me as a father, I'm 100% behind it. Don't worry about working no weekend job. You see that whole mentality of like, you, know, you, have to, you start working. For, I started working from 15. Yeah, same. 15. Crazy, brother. I would cancel my... I know, and I know it was, it was illegal because my auntie helped me get a job in the office. I was doing admin work from 15, then 16, 17, working. During the summer, I'd work to earn how much money to spend it on what? Yeah. Oh, I'm bad stupidness. Yeah. yeah, it taught me how to work, you know, working, you know, yeah. working. But you know what? I've become this person where it's like, now I can't even work in the corporate world. Mm. Why? Is it because I've done it too early? Mm, burn out. Early. I got tired of it. I was like, nah, this ain't for me. Like, fuck this. I'm t- I can't do it. Mm. So did I, did I set myself up? I speak to some people. They started working when they finished university. And they're ready to... to, to I'm gonna, yeah, they never, never, they're in their life, innit, until they're 24, 25. Yeah. So I was thinking to myself, did I work too, well, I started working from, from early, I started, I jumped into the corporate world too early. Mm. And that's why I can't do it now. Because mm. it's like, there's no way I could, I could be doing this from 15 all the way up to the age of 29. Mm. No so, variety. Hmm? No variety, like variety is the spice of life. When you're doing the same thing, you get bored of it. So no matter what you do for a little time, if, you, if you're doing it, Basically, because you worked earlier, it's not exciting anymore to go to work. And that's what I've said about the Peter Ban attitude. You want that. Every time you're doing something, each day should feel as a, like a child. So it should feel new. Like, oh, today's yeah. today. What am I going to do? So if you've been working from early, any place you go is going to be employment. And you know exactly what happens there. Trust yeah. me. You, know you know what's funny about my friend here who has become a success out of the, his craft? He's the yeah. same person that will turn around to me now and say to me that he's lost his passion for what he was doing. Mm. Shit. So now all he wants in this life is just focus on having a family. And Mad, bro. Same way, I'm looking like I want to, you know, um, focus on my craft and achieve all these things. Mm. He's already in the next stage. I want a family. Not to say that I've got a family, but I just feel like a family, that's easily attainable. Yeah, too easy. Easy, easy. I know it's saying that for some people, for some people it's not easy, but yeah, yeah. I mean, just goes to show that, you know, yeah. Um, what you focus on. That's to come um, from the heart. Yeah, yeah. It has to come from the heart. So fun goals. Bun idea of what a goal might be. Not bun goals, but bun bun the world's vision of what your goal should be. Make your goals for yourself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Stick by it no what matter. Are you, what are you passionate about? What do you love? Literally. Focus on that. That's all you've got to do. That's the cult of life, man. Like, I, like I've said, take some time to yourself. Even if it's one month, one week, two days. Sit mm. down and just chill. If you need to save money to do that, then save money to do that. If you don't need to and you've got a support system, use the support system. Fuck what people think about you. Literally, find yourself, man. It's so important to find yourself, bro. People mm-hmm. don't understand this. Mm-hmm. But finding yourself is so difficult when you're still signed up to these subscriptions that you signed up to. That's it. You've got, you've got to unplug. You've got to unlearn it. Unlearn. You've got to literally just kind of... But I feel like that's the first way and that's yeah. the easiest way to just take the step of saying, 
fuck grinding, fuck hustling, hustling, hustling. Let me take just and chill. Let me be a bum for a second because I'm not a bum. I'm nowhere near a bum. I hate these people. But let me put myself in that shoe. <laughs> down and doing nothing to see really what life's about. What about when you've got bills to pay and you feel like you need to work to pay the bills? Like I said, save up money so you can do this for at least, even if you can only save up to do it for one month, do it for one month. Sit on your ass for a month. Basically, build the leverage to allow yourself to take time. That's it. Yeah, exactly. That's it. Even if it means saving all your holiday at work, you don't want to quit your job, but take three weeks off and sit down at home. And if you want... What about the people that feel like they're, again, the people that feel that they can't, um, make that sacrifice. You can always, like Ed said, it's a choice. You just, any word of advice yeah. you give to people that to, to encourage them to, um, to just just to sacrifice some time of. Well, you know, yeah, well, yeah, and, and Rizzy, you make a great point. But one of the key things we need to understand that no sacrifice, no victory. You you you're gonna have to sacrifice. Sorry, that's it. That is it. That's it. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I, guess, I guess that brings us to the end of the episode, man. Pop a yeah. deep in it. Deep one. <laughs> oh, the good one still. Good one. Uh, cool. Thank you very much for listening cool. to You Get Podcast. Please follow and subscribe to us on our YouTube channel and Spotify. Whatever streaming platform you use, You Get Podcast. Thank you very much for listening. Signing out, Rizzy. Oh, man. Three. You get. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Thank you.